Hey everyone, Emily Abadi here. You are listening to an extra special episode of Hurdle, <laughs> a wellness-focused podcast where I connect with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life, and my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can stride toward your own big potential. And of course, have some fun along the way. And fun is exactly what we are going to be having today. I asked some of my dearest friends and family to hit me with some questions. That's right. It's a little bit different than your standard listener questions episode because these are some of the people that know me best. I'm talking my parents. I'm talking my oldest friends. I'm talking friends and colleagues in business. You name it. And so we're getting into it today. We're getting a little deep and I hope that this is a little experiment <laughs> that you enjoy. In today's episode, I'm answering questions about upcoming projects, perhaps my favorite pizza. I'm talking about travel tips for staying on top of your health and fitness goals. I myself am recording this out in Los Angeles as I hold this microphone in Santa Monica. A lot of good stuff on deck this week. And then beyond that, let's see, what else are we talking about here? Favorite art in my apartment, the habits that make me me, and some best practice advice on how to get out of a rut and so much more. Make sure if you're not yet doing so, you're following along with Hurdle over on social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Avadi. And without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's get to hurdling. Hey, Em, it is T. Drew, and my question for you is, what are your habits? Can be two, can be three, can be four, can be ten, but what are the habits that you have currently that have allowed you to be who you are and get to where you currently are. And also, I guess these will be the same habits that will allow you to get to where you're trying to go. That's my question. Habits. I love some habits. And, you know, it's interesting uh, in this question, Teacher, you didn't ask me uh, what the habits were for. So I'm going to say that my habits in my morning routine are the habits that set me up for success in my day because they help me take care of me. They fill up my cup. And when my cup is full, I feel like I am better capable of being in service and of service to the people that I care about showing up in my business, showing up in my friendships and my relationships and so on and so forth. So I would say the most foundational habits in my life are these four things. First of all, good sleep. Without good sleep, like your best day starts the night before. And for me, sleep and getting adequate sleep has been a priority over the last few years. So I would say my number one habit is protecting my sleep. It is very rare that I am awake during the week past 10 p.m. And to be honest, same goes most weekends. Protecting my sleep, crucial habit. The next important 
habit that I have is my journaling breathwork combo first thing in the morning. I've talked about it here on the show before. I do about three to five minutes of breathwork each and every day right after I grab my Nespresso from the kitchen counter. I sit down on my couch. I use open. And of course, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know I have a code for you. If you go on over to withopen.com slash hurdle, you can get 30 days free. But I do one of open's classes for between three and five minutes. Then I reach to the table in front of me. I grab my journal. I write for one page, whatever comes out, whatever I'm feeling that I want to talk about, reflecting from the past 24 hours. And then at the end of that page, I write down one thing that I am grateful for, a highlight from the past day. That breathwork and journaling practice, it's a cornerstone. It helps keep me grounded. It helps me kind of get my thoughts out in the morning. It helps me come back into my body first thing of the day. And that, for me, is of the utmost importance. The third habit, crucial for me, you know where I'm going. I feel it. Moving my body. I start every day by moving my body in some way. And that doesn't always mean that there's some intense, crazy workout on deck, right? My workout routine from day to day varies. Right now, I'm strength training about four days a week. I've got running in there, uh, interval style, because of this plantar fasciitis I'm nursing about two days a week. And then I would say I've got one day of yoga and maybe one day of Pilates and some walking mixed in there. It sounds like a lot, but I'm spacing it out. I'm giving my body the attention, the love that it needs and deserves so that I can show up and be my best self. And then the fourth habit that is crucial to me being my best me is making it a habit to say no to the things that don't serve me. I know it's a little bit different than the first three, but it has become a cornerstone of how I better show up for myself. If I am not feeling something, I am like a F yes for the, uh, you know, trying to keep this PC here. I'm an F yes kind of person, which means that if something feels a little bit off, I'm gonna be honest with myself that it just doesn't feel like it's serving me. It's not something that I can get into. So oftentimes owning my no, the habit of owning my no is me saying yes to myself. Owning my no is me saying yes to myself. So maybe that's a dinner that I don't really feel like going to or an event invite that I can no longer make happen. Maybe it's a work opportunity that doesn't really feel like something I want to be accountable for right now. Whatever it may be, I do an honest inner audit when opportunities come my way. And by owning my no, I then in turn say yes to the things that ultimately really serve me. So good sleep, my morning breathwork journaling combo, my movement practice, and owning my no. Four habits that have dramatically impacted my life, and I believe, to the point of this question, are going to help me get to where I want to go. If you could change one thing right now, what would it be? If I could change one thing right in this very moment, it would probably be this gloomy weather <laughs> here in LA. This is my mom asking this question. I love her. I guess this isn't really realistic, but I feel as though there are so many things I want to be doing simultaneously at this moment in time. And life doesn't allow for that, right? It's not physically possible to be in two places at once. So I really want to be able to 
spend more time and have more time. I feel like I'm making a lot of choices lately that feel very difficult. And it is reminding me of the value of time and that that is something that we don't get back. So if I could change one thing right now, it would be gosh, to make their 30 to 34 hours in a day. And for some, in some miraculous way, I wouldn't get tired (laughs) by, oh my God, 8 p.m. every night. Um, I don't know if that's actually, you know, where you were going with this one, mama, but (laughs) that's where I'm going to go with it. Good morning, Em. Hope you made it safely to Los Angeles. Like you, I travel a lot for work and I find it hard uh, to stay on track with my health and fitness goals. Uh, If you could give me maybe a couple tips on how to make the best use of hotel gyms and what to do when you're on the road so that you don't feel guilty when you get home. If I'm traveling for work, I look at my week wherever I am, the exact same way I try to look at my week when I'm home. I have been using the Future app. I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, If you are interested in getting some free personal training, you can head on over to tryfuture.com slash hurdle. I'll link it in the show notes. But I know wherever I'm going, what will be available to me, whether a hotel has a gym or a friend's apartment building has a gym if I'm visiting a friend. And then I can communicate with my trainer via the Future app to know what is within my wheelhouse to keep myself moving as I'm out of my normal routine. So that's really helpful. But if you don't have a trainer in your pocket (laughs) with the help of Future, I then will do an audit of the area that I'm going to and see what studios are available to me. If there's a gym that I might be able to use, I also love to explore new places on foot and by running and walking. So I plan out my week of workouts wherever I may be the exact same way I do at home. And for me, that is how I know, again, that I'm going to be able to show up in my best way possible, handling whatever's on deck, whatever the work week is throwing my way. And then also I make a really big effort to upkeep the habits that I know make me feel like my best self when I'm on the road. So that means drinking AG1. It means hydrating often. It means journaling and reading and my breath work. So really just giving it an honest try to be happy and content with myself and my health even when I'm away from home. How do you get out of feeling stuck or in a rut? So when I'm stuck in a rut, my first thing that I do is I move my body. And I know that that's not always something that I can do right away. Sometimes the rut hits and I feel like I'm sitting at my desk staring into space and it's 11 a.m. and there's stuff to get done and so on and so forth. So if I can't move my body in the moment that I feel like this frustration is hitting, I will at least have a plan for the next time that I'm going to do that. Knowing that sweat and moving and getting my heart rate up is my go-to, one of my favorite ways to take care of me. And then the next thing that I do when I'm stuck in a rut is that I make sure that I talk to someone about it. Whether it's my life coach or a good friend, I know from my experience that keeping my feelings all sorts of bottled up does not serve me. In order to move forward, in order to process, in order to get through, it's important that you open up, right? It's important that you give your feelings some air, some space to get to the other side of that hurdle. So first and foremost, I try to move my body. And next, 
and also just as important, I talk about how I'm feeling with someone that I love, someone that I know cares about me. And those are my two musts for when I'm just feeling ugh, blah. Hi, Emily. It's Bob from Connecticut. Longtime listener. Love the pod. Oh, by the way, I'm also known as Emily's dad. Hey, here's my listener question. Emily, when are you going to come up and make pizza with us? Oh, my God. Is my dad like the biggest nerd or what? Uh, love you, Dad. You're the best. Uh, I would say, what am I getting back to Connecticut for pizza? I'm literally scrolling through my phone right now. I'll go from mid-April, if that's cool. We can confirm a date. But uh, I will say this. I got my dad uh, and his girlfriend, Kathy, a pizza oven a few years ago for Christmas. And that uni, it's an uni pizza oven. I love making my Detroit-style pizza, but a fresh uni pizza on the deck, chef's kiss. What's your favorite item or art piece in your home and why? My favorite art in the apartment is probably a piece that I bought from what is now New York or Nowhere, but was once called Nolita, K-N-O-W-L-I-T-A. And it's just a print that says, everything's going to be all right. And I bought it at a time in my life that it didn't feel like everything was going to be all right. And whenever I look at it, I'm just reminded of my own strength and uh, the importance of being vulnerable and everywhere I have come from and everywhere that I am going. What's the worst date you've ever been on? So this question is from my, I call her my final roommate. <laughs> She's the last girl I lived with before I started living on my own. We lived together literally right until she got married. And then I got my first studio apartment on the Upper East Side. So this is funny because I'm actually not sure if she knows about this. It happened after we stopped living together. I went on a date, a lunch date. Like I had been traveling a lot and I lived uptown and this guy really wanted to take me to lunch and I didn't have a lot of time. I had a flight, I believe that evening. I forget where I was going, but I, he was persistent and I was like, okay, let's do it. And so I was just meeting him for tacos. It wasn't anything crazy. I'm um, walking to the taco place. It's literally like three blocks from my apartment. And I get a text and it's like, what kind of tacos do you want? And I was like, well, I'll be there in a couple of minutes. Like, I'll see you soon and we can order. I walk into the taco restaurant. I'm not even exaggerating. The guy is already sitting there eating tacos. Like, <laughs> he's already eating. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of bizarre. Maybe he was just really hungry. He gives me his Amex and he says, feel free to go get whatever you want. And I'm just like, this is bizarre. I tell him I don't need the Amex. I'll, I'll get my own tacos. So I go, I buy the tacos, I go to sit down. I'm already feeling like super uneasy about this. I'm sitting there with him and he starts going on a rant about how people that, I can't even make this up, that are bigger shouldn't try running. He must have no concept of like who he's talking to. I am just sitting there like in disbelief that not only did this man like show up to our date and start our date without me, but then he's like speaking nonsense about people who want to move their body. And then I think at one point he said something about making fun of a Jewish holiday. And at that point I was just, I was just out of there. So 
I I believe what I did was I like looked down and I realized that the fountain soda I had I was drinking the Diet Coke was empty and I looked at him and I was like, listen, I'm going to refill this Diet Coke and then I think I'm going to leave because this just, uh, it's not a match for me. And I forget what else he said in that moment, but I I did just that. I, I left the date. I think I had only been there. I'm not even exaggerating for maybe 10 minutes. And I remember him texting me a few days later and asking me if he could take me out again. And I, I I don't even remember what I said or if I responded, to be honest with you. But I would say that without a doubt, that is the worst date that I have ever been on, ever. Every day I pull a card from the self-reflection deck for We're Not Really Strangers. And today's question is a good one. So I'm going to ask it to you as well, which is, what have I outgrown recently and what am I growing into? Love this question. My friend Sean, she's so insightful. I would say, what have I outgrown recently? Recently, I, because of the situation with my foot, have outgrown doing copious amounts of cardio. And I would say that in this moment, it feels really right for my body. Uh, It's not that I don't love running and I'm looking forward to being able to do it like I used to, but this moment in time has really offered me some perspective. And for that, uh, I'm really grateful. I really believe that as as annoying and troublesome and so many things that this injury has been, it has happened for me and it's given me some time to do a lot of reflection. And so for that, I am really grateful. And what am I growing into? I would say I am growing into an era of loving energy. I know that sounds like a little, I don't know, floofy, if that's the right word here. I just really am standing firm in this, we get what we put out into the world space. I know that energy attracts like energy, and I am just in this place where I want goodness in my life wholeheartedly, and I want love in my life. And so I believe that this is the era, this is the time that I'm stepping into that. And I am conscious of the way I'm speaking to myself, and I'm conscious of who who I am surrounding myself with. And that for me is what I'm growing into. I'm growing into this era of love and it feels really good. Hi, Emily. I have a very hard hitting question for you. And that is, what is your favorite pen that you use for journaling? No shade. I get this question a lot in my DMs because (laughs) I have, I think like three of the exact same pen. It's a Pentel pen. It's a Pentel pen. I will link it in the show notes. I don't even remember. I think I saw it on someone else's like Instagram years ago. And so I bought it, but it's called the Pentel Energel Alloy Gel Pen. (laughs) And the good news is that you buy this gold pen and then you can just buy the uh, replacement ink. So you don't need to keep buying new pens. So it is the Pentel Energel pen and I'll link it in the show notes. Am I lame that I have a favorite pen? I digress. I, you know what? That's fine with me. 
I think that's it for now. Oh my God, that was kind of fun. Uh, also, I'm always up to answer your questions. So if you have a listener question, I am all ears. The link to leave me a voice message is in the show notes. And if for some reason that is wonky for you, it happens, feel free always to send a voice note, a voice memo over to us at hello at hurdle.us. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>